It's time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. And welcome to another edition of Bump and Run. This is the uh, pre-Christmas edition because uh, we're not going to do a show next week because I'm on holidays. I don't know about you. I Mr. am as Bump. well, yes. I, I do also well, have holidays. There's a It's a very slow time in the world of golf. We did have... Uh, the Indonesian Open last week, which is, I think, um, a major on the Asian Tour, maybe. <laughs> the Joburg Open was on. No, I think the Indonesian Open was actually this, this week. week. Yeah. Joburg Open was on last week, and a guy from India actually won it, which was quite a story. And uh, But other than that, there's it's pretty slow in the golf world in terms mm-hmm. of playing, but there's always news being made, isn't there? There is always news, and uh, we kicked it right off with... Uh, the USGA. You how I sort of segued? I, I threw you that segue. That was a great segue. And Thank the you. USGA and RNA announced a rule change for 2018. Uh, if anybody watched the ANA Inspiration and saw that uh, Lexi Thompson was issued a four-stroke penalty, uh, what was it? In 12, the middle of, in the, the, middle of the final round for <laughs> a violation she made on the green in Saturday's round, which was a violation. No question it was a violation. Um but it was called in by a fan. It was actually, you know what it was? It was oh, sorry, it was emailed, I found it. It was a what? It was an email. Oh, it was an email. Yeah, how about that? That's, that's, technology. Yeah. Uh, that is no longer going to happen. Um, all, that's right. All tours will abide by this rule where fans who are watching on television cannot influence a rules violation. Um and there's been a number of them. There's there's Tiger and way back. Tiger and the Masters, uh, 2014, 2014 for a bad drop, uh, was called in by uh, actually a rules ju- a rules official from the Champions Tour. I Former rules yeah. official, yeah, Champions Tour, David Eager. That's right. And, but you know you know how far it goes back. I was doing some research on this. One of the first ones was in 1980, when at the Tournament of Champions, the, which is now the first event of the right. calendar year. Uh, some microphones heard Tom Watson giving Lee Trevino a little advice, which you can't do. Right. And he got penalized. And then one of the most one of the most other f- famous ones. Are you okay? Yes. Okay. <laughs> one of the most other famous ones that uh, that took place was when Craig Stadler put a towel down. He hit his ball under a tree, put a towel down to put his knee on the towel so his pants wouldn't get dirty, and he hit his shot out from under the tree, which everyone thought, "Wow, that's really cool." And then someone called in and said, well, that qualifies as building a stance, <laughs> which is a pretty extreme interpretation of the rule. And he got Dr. Penalty, too. So there's some there's some really wild cases that go way back, and, and thank goodness we finally got an end to this because there's yeah. no other sport where this is allowed, right? I mean, imagine imagine something happening like in hockey like this or baseball or any other sport, really. It just goes – it's mind-boggling. Yeah, it really is, and – I, I completely agree with this decision. I think it's stupid that I can call in from my house and say, oh, hey, I just saw Tiger Woods on television. He did this wrong. Well, what about the yeah. guy who's on the first hole on Thursday who's not on television? Right. Does the same thing. This is That's why that's it's right. a pro- – that's for me why it's a problem. I don't – I understand. If I, was, if I was a guy – if I was a guy and I knew I wasn't going to be on television, I would just blatantly cheat yeah. the whole way around. Because there's not a there, – there usually is an official with every group – but not only in majors, only in majors not always, um, which is probably another part of the problem. But now what they're going to do is they're going to have a guy reviewing or watching the broadcast. But again, what you know, what's he going to do when you know 
Jamie Rydell on the second hole, who's playing in the last group of the morning wave, isn't on television. You yeah, know, it's it's it's, it's 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 a. I understand they want to get it right, and I understand the people that say, well, don't you want to get it right? Well, yeah, everybody wants to get it right, but that doesn't happen in any other sport. Not- it's, it's the only sport where there's stuff going on at the same time right. all, all over time. in different places, and you can't show it in the, just the one arena. So, I mean, there's, it's, it's a little bit different than most other sports in that respect. But, you know, you, why not, right? Why not try and do as much as you can? And in most cases, certainly on the weekend anyway, the guys who are on TV are the guys who are leading the tournament. Exactly. So I see that part. Yep. The, other, the other whole part of this thing is that there's a complete rewrite of the rules book that's coming out in uh, January 1st. And so a lot of the rules that um, cause the penalties are going to be taken away right. now. So you won't, you'll have fewer, fewer incidences where penalties will go on. And, of course, golf still has that... that uh, that situation where players are supposed to call penalties on themselves, right? right? right. Which is which you don't see much in, in other sports either, where a guy doesn't go up to the ref and say, oh, I just tripped that guy going across the blue exactly. line. So, all good, though. I think uh, we're pretty happy about that. Yeah, it's, and simple, uh, simplifying the rule book is paramount. Paramount. What's the, worst ru- what's the worst rule? Or what's the rule that you don't adhere to more than any, would you say? I would, you I would say that, you know, if... If I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll adjust my lie most of the time. Adjust your lie? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, you're a real cheater. I didn't I'm a that. real cheater. Not, not most <laughs> of the time, but, you know, like, you know, when I go and mark a ball, it's around, like, I, I don't go, oh, I'm marking it here. Oh, I'm putting, I put it down as close as I possibly can. And most of the time yeah. it's probably around there. But especially if you're, like, it, what always gets me and I, I, tour players have actually said they actually do f- try and find it. They do find a spot. But it always looks like they're just looking into nowhere when they're moving their ball, adjusting it side to side. Like, I, I just move it, and I move it back. I don't look for anything but, in the distance. Oh, I better yeah, you know, when I'm playing because I don't care. <laughs> you know? Well, here are, the two, here are the two rules that get broken, I think, more than any by just regular guys like you and me. One, stroke and distance. Right. When you hit a ball and you lose it, nobody goes back to the true, tee. That's the true. Last, that's that's pr- shot, right? that's a good that's a good one. I didn't think of that one. That would be the one nobody that I that. probably abuse and, the most. And the other one that I think gets abused more than anything that people don't even think about as a rule is the gimme. Yeah. Gimme when you give a, yeah. when you rake a ball back, or whatever. That's breaking a rule right. technically. Right. And I remember, I remember there was a Golf Digest article where they this they had these rules officials follow just a regular group of guys, four guys played on their Saturday morning. And these guys calculated and all the rules and fractions, and it added up to something like 380. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it was just like nonstop. So most of us do break a lot of these rules, but I think uh, I think in, in the new rule book uh, when it comes out, it'll be a lot easier. The other thing is it's going to be a lot easier to kind of understand the rules because now the rules are so complex right. and convoluted. That's that's the big and they problem, don't make, and they don't make sense. Right. They don't make sense. A lot, a lot of them were written right? how many years ago and haven't been changed at all. It's you know, seventeen oh four. It 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 shouldn't be. It shouldn't. It, if if I am standing now, this rule has changed. But if I'm standing over my ball and it blows away, that's a that's a penalty because I've addressed the ball. Give me a break. I didn't touch the you ball. Be putting up a you should put up a windshield and pre- prevent it from. <laughs> or maybe don't away. have the greens that roll at fourteen on the stint meter on yeah, a sl- on a ridiculous exactly. slope. Because I guarantee exactly. you, what old Tom Morris wasn't playing, that wasn't happening because they were basically nope. putting on cow pastures. So he was using a ball stuffed with feathers. Exactly. So feathery. It's, it's uh, simplifying the rule book 
is good for the amateur and the pro. Because okay. uh, what the rules of golf are for what? They're they're for tournament golf. You know, we we everybody. Well, I think I think, mo- but I think most people have a loose definition of the rules how right. they want to play them, right? And I think no people understand. Like I played with these guys a couple years ago out in uh, Whistler. A buddy of mine out there invited me to play with his his two buddies, and and we had a little game going. Not not a big game, right. but a little bet going. And at one point. I gave myself a gimme that was about two feet. And they went, whoa, 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 whoa. Like they said, you know, you, you don't give those until someone else gives them to you. So in my group that I normally play with, that wouldn't have been an issue. But with these guys, it was. Right. So I guess my point is I think everyone kind of finds their comfort level exactly. with who they play with and as to what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And I mean, I know some guys, one guy that uh, in particular who is like known for raking back balls that are really long dropping a second ball and not counting it. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, and, and then putting, you know, doesn't even think about that, the score at the end of it also. Hey, if you're, if you're not keeping, if it. you're not keeping the score, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I don't care. You know, I, I keep a score. I don't keep my, I don't keep my handicap because I don't play enough. But if I hit one out of bounds, it's, I'm hitting my third. Yeah. Now, I the the stroke and distance thing is absolutely that that one would uh, I didn't even think about that one. That would be the one because I'll just drop it wherever yeah, my ball cause, went in. Because because most of the time you don't. Let's say you lose the ball, but you don't know you've lost it. You think you're going to find it. You right. walk all the way up, but you're going to walk all the way back yeah. now because the next group's going to exactly. be exactly. Pace of play is is a big thing, and so you just drop wherever. Exactly. Uh, so you know, simplify the rules of golf is always a good thing, and this definitely having fans influence the outcome from the couch is a good step amen and speaking of amen it's christmas time did you uh, have you ever gotten any really cool golf christmas presents yeah i got a uh i i desperately so i have a 56 degree wedge which i've now lost so i need a new one of those now so anybody who wants to send me a christmas present i'd forgot it on a green and then couldn't find it so But between that and my my uh, pitching wedge, there was like a 40, 50 yard difference. So I needed a gap wedge, and I got one for Christmas a couple years ago, and it's brilliant. Does it work? Yes. It works? Yes. Wow. Well, Santa Bob might have to look into his collection of uh, golf clubs here and see if I can find you <laughs> one. He might, he might be left-handed, but... That's okay. I'll play. I'll, play. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit my 56 degrees left-handed. Back back in the days when I was married, uh, <laughs> I used to uh, my in laws when we were first sort of getting married uh, and going out and stuff. They used to give me all these golf gifts. That there was like a golf clock and golf socks, and you know anything yeah. to do that had a golfer on it. And finally, I just and my parents did too. And finally, I just put a moratorium on it. I right. said, "Look, no golf gifts. I don't want any golf gifts." So I, I have not got a golf gift for a long time. Uh, that I can think the of maybe one, a dozen balls. The here one, there. Uh, the one really cool that is not part of golf, like I wouldn't use it to golf. That I got is down in my basement at our bar. So when I moved in, when we built the bar, my parents got me a whole bunch of uh, you know mixers and ice buckets and and a whole bunch of stuff that you can mix drinks with, and they're all golf related. So, um, That's all so right. the. So the ice buckets got like dimples, like a golf ball, and and they got tees for like uh, all of things, all of things, and the mixers are like little color, little clubs. So it was kind of all put together in a bag, like a golf yep. bag type. So that was pretty cool. That's good. That's good. But all hey, right, golf balls, give... golf gloves, always good for stocking stuffers. 
Golf balls are always good. Yeah, you can never go wrong with golf balls because uh, you always run out of them. Yep. Um, speaking of which, I was at the Callaway Golf Plant in Chicopee, Massachusetts, a couple of weeks ago, and they make some like ridiculous amount of golf balls every day. It's like hundreds of thousands, and you got to see this process. They're gonna, I'm gonna put some stuff up in the new year oh, when cool. they give me rights to some of the some of the videos. But like the number of golf balls they make is absolutely ridiculous. And I was thinking. Like, where do all the old golf balls go? Exactly. Is there, like, I know they're in the bottom of lakes and hiding in long grass somewhere, but there can't be, like, that many of them. I don't know where they go. It's crazy. Um, so if you were going to give a a Christmas gift to anyone in, go- in the golf business, what would you do? Well, f- remember the big three? Do you remember um, them a couple years ago? Jack, Arnie, and, well, and Gary Player. the new big three. That was supposed, uh, Tiger, to, that was supposed to take over. Ernie? No. It was Jordan Spieth Tiger. and Jason Day and Rory McIlroy. Yes. They were the new big three, what, 2016 Masters? In time for the 2016 Masters, around then. They were they were playing well in majors. They were dominating the tour. Um, well, two of that the... Dasher, Donner, and Blitzen. Right, so two of those big three are going to be outside the top ten for the first time in a long time at yeah. the end of the year. That's Jason and Rory. So I wish upon them some sort, something to figure out what part of their game is missing. For Rory, figure something out in his short game because his, like his stats off the tee are he's third in strokes gained off the tee. In strokes gained tee to green, he's eighth, but in strokes gained putting, he's a hundred and fortieth, and strokes wow. gained around the green, he's fifty eighth. So wow, wow, so Rory wow. needs to find something in his short game so that he can. Get back into the mix, into the top, into the top five, into the where he belongs. Because arguably the most talented guy on the planet right now. You can make an argument yep. there. Uh, for, for, sure. for Jason Day, it's it's into the green. His strokes game yeah. putting is pretty consistent in the thirties, but approach to the green, he's a hundred or ninety seventh this year, and off the tee, he dropped to forty fourth. So. Hopefully those guys can find an injury-free 2018 and can get back into the mix in majors and in tournaments and into the top 10 again. Well, my uh, my gift is actually going to go to an organization, and I'm hoping that Golf Canada gets a new home for their <laughs> for the Canadian Open because huh. uh, Glen Abbey ain't going to do it anymore, and and that whole battle with Glen Abbey yeah. has kind of turned ugly. Yeah, it really it? has. I mean, I mean they're talking about plowing it under, and now it's a heritage site and. All these crazy things. So I just hope Golf Canada can find this new location that they're going to kind of uh, host the Canadian Open right. at semi-regularly or mostly regularly. I would hope mostly then, regularly because we know what yeah, happens when then, it goes around the country. It doesn't. And then get do it, get well. a, get a good designer. Get yep. get maybe Jack Nicholas and Mike Weir together or something to design it and and make it the new home of of Golf Canada and go right. from there. I just think that would be how a great cool move. would that would be if Mike Weir designs a new Canadian Open course. I think. You know, nostalgia-wise, you know, I think that would be cool. You know, I was thinking, I, I was reading something the other day about the, the there, there's a sort of a web.com level tour in South Africa. And you know what it's called? It's called the Big Easy Tour. Oh, really? Like, they celebrate Ernie right. Els so much over there. He has that foundation where all those kids come up, like Louis Ustase right. and Charles yep. Schwartzel came through. And Mike Weir has that same cred, yes. I think, in Canada. Absolutely. And I, th- I, think, I think that people should start taking advantage yeah. of that a little bit more. As long as Mike wants to do yeah, it, exactly. and, and build it up. But I think it would be great to see him uh, design the new home of the Canadian yeah. Open, even if it's in a partnership with somebody else. I think that would be I awesome. Agree. Um, and as we're taping this, they're voting on the Lou Marsh Award. Yes, they so are. So we don't know the outcome. 
but we're we're thinking that uh, Brooke Henderson's got to be at least in the conversation, correct? Well, she would have to be, and if she's not, then those people don't watch sports. It's simple. It's that simple, you know. I know she may not win it, and you know a guy like Joey Votto who had an incredible year numbers wise in not yep. only in 2017 but in baseball history, and probably should have won the NL MVP. <coughs> Excuse me, <clears throat> but uh, Brooke won two times on tour. Uh, fifth, I think half of her tournaments inside the top 15. Contended at major championships again and again. She's the only. She's one of two LPGA golfers that have won multiple tournaments in back-to-back years in the last two years. Her and Shan Shan. You know, it, um, and and would you would you give any consideration to Adam Hadwin? Yeah, I think he I think he gets consideration for sure. Um, when, I don't think he could win. I don't think, I think he could win, an, but I think it should be at least mentioned. Yes, I think he would get a mention, and you know, uh, you look uh, you look at just what happened at the curling trials now. I think Rachel, I, I'm not sure if that would qualify in the Lou Marsh, Rachel Holman, because they're a rink. But, but, but like, that, but I was thinking about that after because we talked about that before. But Sidney Crosby's won the Lou Marsh, yes. right? And, and there's been CFL football players, I think. Or uh, it's I it's anyway, rare. CFL football players, I, it's rare. I think you're right. I, I think, but I think that Brooke Henderson, I think her year has kind of been almost underappreciated. Yes. Um, I don't. I don't hear a lot of people going. Wow, that's amazing! Like if if someone, one of the Canadian guys on the PGA Tour had won twice, you know, it would be through the Contended roof. Contended as much going, as she wow. did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, but she doesn't seem to get that consideration. Anyway, we'll find out uh, what happens. Probably, probably as you're listening to this, you you'll probably yeah, I don't probably know, know. But a couple like if on. you you were speaking to the Big Easy and all he's done, well, he just uh, he just was won the Heisman. Uh, sportsman of the year and by the Heisman committee for um, his work with autism um, that happened last weekend uh, did he win the Heisman trophy as well he did I not he was nobody has football. won the okay. humanitarian the Heisman humanitarian and the Heisman in the same year that'd be a pretty cool double <laughs> can you imagine if that actually happened I don't think it could ever happen but it would be it would be a cool double and um, that would be kind of neat congratulations to Josh Whalen and Matty Zirik who uh, yes were named Golf Canada's Amateurs of the Year. Were both wonderful, talented young players. And I'll tell you a cool story, Josh Josh Whalen. So Josh Whalen went to Kent yep. State, and I, I went down to Kent State a number of years ago, as you know, well know, to do a feature on Taylor Pendrith and Corey Connors. Right. And back in the days when we were doing those Powerade um, right. uh, features, and Josh Whalen was in his first year there, and the coach had taken a little bit of a flyer because I think he'd won the Ontario Junior or something. Anyway, he came in, and. Uh, uh, the coach was uh, Herb Page was kind of saying, "Man, like I don't know if this guy's going to make it. Like he's really got to improve." And uh, and to his credit, he really he did, did. And yeah. under the tutel- under the tutelage of Herb Page, and he was a great fine. By the one time he finished, great collegiate player, and now obviously a really good amateur player. And he's going to stay amateur. He's graduated. Right. He's going to stay amateur to try and accomplish a few things before he uh, decides whether to turn pro or not. And of course, Matty Zurich uh, set records down in Texas A and M for women's for for women last year. Um, and again, part of that Golf Canada program that's churning out some good players, and you know, hopefully, we'll see them on the pro tours sooner than later. All oh, right. Well, well listen, also, uh, the web dot com we should mention too. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, news Canadians. and notes. News and notes. We should have a sound effect for like news and notes. <laughs> uh, four Canadians were in the please. final web dot com uh, tour, and all will have some status. 
next year. So congrats to Alvin Choi and Stuart McDonald and Sean Harlington. And I'm missing one, Ryan Yip. Ryan Yip, Ryan Yip. All four of them played really well on Sunday in the final round. Crazy scoring. Really cool. Cra- all in, crazy all scoring in the 60s. conditions, right? Yeah, it was a little bit. A little I don't, bit I don't easy, like that for uh, that kind of. I think yeah, you need to toughen those courses yeah, up a Dave, bit for something like that. Did you that. see Dave Hearn's uh, tweet about it? Um, yes, David Hearn said, "No good. Yeah, need to make it." I, I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I agree. David Hearn's a smart man. He is a smart. He is a smart man. man. He's a very smart man. You know. So uh, we wish. What, no, keep you going. You go. Now? Okay, I was going to close things off. So if you have something else to say, I, I think all our. I think I've exhausted all the news and notes. <laughs> all the news and notes. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, listen, we wish uh, everybody a very Merry Christmas. Yep. Happy New Year. And if, if you're not celebrating Christmas, we wish you a very happy holiday season or Hanukkah or whatever it is you're going to celebrate. And, um, and on behalf of this podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening we're, we're, and have a wonderful We're going to, uh, by the way, announce that right now, I haven't even told you this, but we're going to announce that we're going to start running some really cool interviews and get some guests yeah. on here next year and uh, spruce things up for 2018. And uh, we want to hear from you, obviously, anytime. If you have anything to say about the podcast, any topics, please, any, any anything, we uh, reach out. We uh, would and love to would... hear from you at uh, Bob Weeks TSN and at TSN Golf. And yep, if anybody has a fifty-six degree wedge they want to send me, please do. <laughs> okay, you're still looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to you in the new year. Happy New Year, and talk to you again.